0: New revenue models have been released for the ACC for the time being. What's this going to look like for NC State? We discuss on today's show. You are Locked On Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: now before we get into today's show uh we're talking about the the new revenue models and whatnot so i got a special guest on uh i'm going to introduce to some and present to others my main man he's known for his great shirts but he's an even greater man the banana boat man himself because he's he's known he got that reputation for his hawaiian shirts and whatnot my friend and a friend of the pod brett friedlander how you doing brett
2: I'm doing really well. If I would have known that that was going to be the introduction, I would have worn a Hawaiian shirt today. I've kind of gone conservative today. It's just kind of green and yellow and blue specks. So.
1: Oh, it's it's all right, Brett. It's all right. If, <laughs> if anybody's been following your work long enough, they've seen you around yes, in have. one of those banana shirts uh, at <laughs> this point in time. So we're we're going to get into uh, the, the revenue models today, and I'm going to let Grayson take the wheel in that regard.
0: Yeah, first of all, Brett, thank you for joining us today. We really appreciate your time. Uh, Brett, of course, is now a writer with Saturday Road, does a lot of great work over there. So after you give us a listen today, be sure to check out Brett uh, and all his work over with Saturday Road. But yes, Brett, we wanted to bring you on here to kind of get into um, these new release statements from the ACC about the revenue distribution models. Um, This came out, I believe it was on Wednesday, Uh, but they released starting in 2024 and 25. They're going to start incentivizing these schools for more postseason success. In you know making the NCAA basketball tournament more often than others, making it to a New Year's Six bowl, make it to the College Football playoffs. So, what are your initial thoughts on kind of the stability of the ACC here in the short term?
2: Well, the stability. The answer is the ACC is not going anywhere. Uh, you know, anything that you see out there about dividing it up and you know and doomsday and gloom is basically clickbait because of the grant of rights. Uh, it's it's the contract that you know binds all 14 and a half schools to the ACC through the year 2036. And, you know, even though the whole Magnificent Seven is allegedly working on trying to find it out to it, they've been doing this um, individually for a while now. And if they haven't found it out, they're not going to. So it's not going anywhere, but this Revenue sharing model is definitely a good start to maybe kind of making everybody a little bit more happy and a little bit less anxious to get out. Uh, it's it's not the be all end all answer, For but sure. it's a good start. And, and let me say this to piggyback off of that.
1: Right. Let's just be honest with ourselves. Yes, there was a magnificent seven that was looking to get out or whatever the case may be. But let's talk about who it actually makes sense to get out for. The main two culprits that you're looking at in terms of they have the brand, they have the money, the things kind of line up in a way that for them, it would make sense. You're talking Clemson and FSU for the most part. And And you can throw
2: Miami in there maybe too, because they're kind of a brand name in football.
1: Exactly. So you throw Miami in there as well. And you say, okay, well, how do you keep these three teams happy, appease these three teams? And that is the way to do it. Right. You look at Clemson. How many times have they not been to a New Year's Six Bowl in the last decade? You look at Florida State. And although I have been I've talked to Nauseam about how uh, they have never been the same since playing Bama way, way back when when DeAndre Francois was there, (laughs) you're still looking at a situation where uh, that is a team that has a huge cache and they're expected this year to be in those conversations for a New Year's Six or potential playoff bid.
2: And let me say this, Kenton, I'm not quite sure exactly how anxious Clemson is to get out because if you're Clemson and they've expanded the playoff and the ACC has what basically amounts to an automatic bid and you're really the only team in this league who is in the picture every year, And you basically have to beat out maybe one team. Why would you want to, even for the greater, you know, riches of the SEC, why would you want to get into the SEC where you're going to have to beat at Alabama, Georgia, LSU, and God knows how many others. The path to winning a national championship is much, much easier in the ACC. And you see that their uh, their athletic director, Graham Neff, has been real quiet about this. He's basically said, we're going to do what's best for Clemson. Whereas Florida State's athletic director, Michael Alford, has been very outspoken about, we, we deserve more, we deserve more. Well, I'm not quite sure why. What has Florida State done for the ACC or for itself here in the last decade uh, to, to warrant that? The fact that they've instituted this new uh, distribution system, I think is it, the way they've done it is good. Because Florida State was basically trying to push everybody into just giving them money because they're Florida State but the new right. plan basically incentivizes it where it's just as available to nc state to wake forest to boston mm-hmm. college to everybody all you have to do
0: is be good yeah yeah of course i mean the the ultimate answer for nc state here is just to win more games absolutely but how how does nc state start to get a bigger piece of this pie what do they, what else do they need to do i guess off the field to increase their brand
1: well, I don't I, I'm going to start off by saying I don't think there is anything off the field yeah. that you can do per this deal, because it's not so much about brand. Um, because if that was the case, then I don't think that anybody would be saying, ha ha, this is a jab at Florida State in terms of like you got to go earn it by getting into the postseason. Because Florida State, while they have not been in the postseason, they have not had postseason success as of late. Their brand is what carries. Even when they're terrible, they are still one of the most watched teams in the nation. So they have an argument for brand. But like Brett said, the accomplishments part of this, when you bring in, hey, you're incentivized and you'll get more if you do more. Right. That's why many people are looking at this from that standpoint. But, Brett, feel free to chime in if you disagree.
2: I, I agree with you 100 percent. And in, in answer to your question, Grayson, um, I, I think the answer is just go out and win um, right. and, and keep keep doing what they have doing. I mean, NC State under Dave Doran has made incremental improvements. And they've got to the point now where you expect them to win eight, nine games a year. Now, last year was, a you know, there was an an asterisk involved because the starting quarterback got hurt. But you bring in Brennan Armstrong. And I think the the two things that really NC State has going for it in football coming up here in 2023 are two things. First of all, you've brought in the veteran quarterback to put with real good pieces around him. I mean they've got some weapons both on the outside and in the backfield and their offensive line is good and their defense even with you know with the losses is going to be there. So it it you know they've got the team to be able to pull this off and they've got the schedule to do it too. You play Clemson, beat them and you got them at home this year and that is going to attract national attention. You beat Notre Dame also at home and you're going to open some eyes and get to a New Year's Day bowl game. And there you go. And you not only do you you get that extra incentive, although I don't know that this year is going to be the, the year that that money kicks in, uh, but that's the kind of thing. And here's the other thing, Kenton, we're going to go back to the law of the wolf here. Um, it's It's a season that I don't think NC State is going to get the attention that they got last year. They're going to fly under the radar a little bit. And Kenton, what happens when NC State flies under the radar?
1: When you expect the best from them, they perform the worst. But when you kick them off to the curb, when you write them off, when you say they're no good, there's nothing here. That's when they shine. That's the moment. Hey, so uh, I, I
2: think I'm expecting big things from NC State because I think I, I think there are a lot of factors that are going in the Wolfpack's favor, and one of them is that other people are going to get attention, including that you know that school down the road that's got a Heisman Trophy candidate who you know like Sam Howell, you know. We'll just leave hey it that. they,
1: they I, I shout out <laughs> to their Heisman trophy candidate but we we had little Ben finley last year
0: little Ben finley we had, I played uh, we had the real Drake in Raleigh exactly
1: exactly the real Draco was in Raleigh so you know they they' but I may think have there are the a lot he- of things
2: going for them and 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 I think in answer to your the, the main question the original question is that just win baby and yeah. that's yeah. that's the that's the bottom line
0: yeah, yeah you know just real quick we uh we spoke I think this is about a week ago when uh, the first uh, sportsbooks kind of released their projected win totals and they had NC State, I believe it was at six and a half. Six and a half. Six and a half. Yeah, six and I are looking around we're like, that feels like free money to us yeah, because yeah. I do see us, you know, way overperforming that six and a half line because I think we are going to fly under the radar and that's going to work out best for us this year. I think the big game
2: in this, I, I, I think the key to this entire season is opening day. You're going up to UConn. UConn is better. They're not the dregs like they were, you know, two years ago. Uh, But go up to stores, take care of business, win that game. Now you come home for the home opener against Notre Dame, and it's almost like a house money kind of game. So, you know, but you don't want to start out the season 0-2. So get that first win, and the pressure is off, and now you go play your butts off against Notre Dame and see what happens.
1: And I also want to chip in that the last time that we were uh, picked to have six and a half wins, or Vegas said that, was 2021. <laughs> 2021 when we yeah. got nine, should have been 10, had mm-hmm. had UCLA uh, done what they needed to do by letting people know, hey, we've got some COVID issues. We would have ended up just like Wake Forest did because right. Wake Forest beat up on, I want to say it was Ruckers. Rutgers. That year? Five wins yeah. Rutgers, yep. yes. They got, yeah. they got Rutgers that year, which was like, I mean, cool, I guess. but like. You know, that was an easy-peasy-limit-squeezy. And that UCLA team did not beat a single Power
2: 5 team or actually a single team that had a winning record that year. That so. state team was going to beat UCLA. That state oh, team no. was on a roll, playing really well. And UCLA, like you said, I think was right for the picking.
1: Absolutely. They 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 were a little bit inflated by the uh, Pac-12 and, and all the things that were going on over there because they had a slew of terrible teams that they played. Again, they did not win against a single winning team and somehow still ended up in the bowl game. So I should tell you. All you need to know about that team. But we this team, like I said, the six and a half wins, it looks good. But now we've got to tell you about another way you can look good in your bird dogs. Talk to them, Grayson.
0: Yeah, summer is coming up. Memorial Day weekend is nearly here. If you're going to go out in public and you're going to go to the beach, you need to be looking your absolute best. What bird dogs will do for you, they provide you the shorts that have three very important things. Great fit, extreme comfort and extreme versatility. So what you need to go do is go to birddogs.com slash locked on college. And when you enter promo code in all caps locked on college, they'll throw in a free custom bird dogs, Yeti style tumbler with every order. So in this second segment here, Brett um, I read your article. I believe this was now a week ago. You, you kind of played into the hypothetical of the ACC eventually (laughs) dissolving and these other teams trickling out into the other conferences. You listed NC State as potentially, you know, looking at the Big 12. And I want to get your take on this because this is something that I said in agreement. I think the Big 12 would probably suit NC State the best, but I want to hear why you you slated them there.
2: Well, a couple of reasons. First of all, I think that, you know, NC State's fan base, I think they're, they're, they're just their vibe really does fit in well with the SEC. But unfortunately, I think the SEC has basically saturated this area and would not really be interested in either Carolina or State. Um, I don't think the Big Ten is a good fit, uh, and I think that it's a better fit for the Tar Heels. Um, and so, I, I I just think from a competitive standpoint, from a you know a culture standpoint, and then you'd have West Virginia as a as a travel partner. Uh, it it would to me that that's the the, the logical place. Now, having said that um does the state legislature if and we're talking hypotheticals here because yeah. it, you know it, it, it will take something a bolt of lightning to uh, to create this kind of situation. but if it did, would the state legislature allow Carolina and state to be separated? I think there are probably more state people in the state legislature than Carolina people and I just can't see that happening. So I would think that where the tar heels go, so go the Wolfpack. but I, I just think if you know all things being equal, um, the the competition, the opportunity to excel, and just kind of the the, the 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 compatibility of the fan bases, I, I think the big twelve is probably the you know the most logical place.
0: You know, touching on the uh, you know the the possible legislation to keep uh, Carolina and NC State together. I think it's funny. Both fan bases would probably roll their eyes when I say this, but (laughs) I kind of feel like these schools need each other. It's like a Batman and Joker type dynamic. And it would be kind of dramatic to see those two split apart and not, uh, you know, contribute with one another as often as they do. But I think it's bad enough that the ACC has split
2: Wake Forest and and, and NC State
0: up so that in football
2: they're not going to play every year. So could you imagine what it would be like if Chapel Hill? It's, know, it's an separated. absolute
0: travesty. It really is. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, but it's mm-hmm. not going to happen. So yep.
2: at least until 2036, and I hope to still be around in 2036. to worry about it. <laughs> well,
1: listen, listen, I, uh, we going to wish that into existence number one, Brett, but number two, the reality is, you know, I've said this a thousand times and I'll say it a thousand more. These teams are not held together by mutual admiration. They're not held together because we like each other, right? There's a, a ton of, money going behind this. There's a ton of legality going behind this. And like you said, if there was a loophole to get out, and not even for NC State necessarily, even though we were the third most watched team in terms of football in the ACC, not even just for NC State, but especially when you look at uh, Clemson and, and and Florida State, if there was a way out, folks don't think they would have taken it already?
2: See, Kenton, that's the thing. You know, I give you the example of Texas and Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Do you know why they are not already playing as members of the sec you know why it's going to happen next year and not last year or now because they
1: didn't actually leave they just didn't renew with the other teams that's when right uh, because because they're
2: up. waiting for their grant of rights to expire before yeah. they can leave and yeah. guess what the acc's grant of rights is almost identical in fact it might be identical except for they have whited out the you know the, the names of the schools and the mm-hmm. and the conferences so if those guys haven't got out of it and they're you believe me, if they won't nobody own, got more money it,
1: than Texas, yeah. nobody.
2: So there nobody. you
1: go. <laughs> they got their own. I I know NC State fans, we're passionate. I, I will never discount our passion, I will never discount our heart from sheer size and
2: net worth. Nobody is competing. And with you Texas. want to talk about delusional. Oh, my Ooh. good God, Every, Texas fans. Let I mean, me tell you something. Texas is back, yeah. Go, they go, beat, go, go beat TCU. All
1: they, all they need to do, but see, that's not even what they need to do. They could beat Cardinal Gibbons' JBT. <laughs> and next thing you know, everybody is screaming, oh, Texas is back. They're
2: back now. Hey, Carton the- Gibbons,
1: now uh, don't uh, play them. They're
2: good. They won the state championship a couple of years ago. So
1: well, listen, I i they are a good team. I think Cash Tech is a great team as well. I think if Cass Tech's JV team played the worst team in college, they get destroyed. They get that's how it's supposed to go. You got 14 year olds playing against grown men. It shouldn't be close. <laughs> but with that being said, um, I, I just I want to point out again, if one of the richest, it really two of the richest, not just one, two yeah. of the richest programs. Not just from a most story, not from, I'm talking dollars, dinero, yen, euro, cash, greenbacks. In terms of that, two of the most established powerhouses financially couldn't find a way out of their deal. Um, I promise you, these teams are not quite equipped to do that.
2: So I think the ACC is safe. It was exciting to talk about. It was very fun. Hey, listen, this is a slow time of the year, man. Anytime you can get clickbait, you know, when, when there's nothing else going on, you got to you got to go for it.
1: Absolutely. But I'm I'm glad that the ACC is here to stay for now. And so, you know, that's that's how that looks. But speaking of the ACC and being here to stay, being, you know, on a little bit of turbulence, all that good stuff. We got to talk about this ACC baseball tournament. Brent. Yep. You're a baseball guy. Grace is a baseball guy, so I'm going to let Grace get into it. But we, we couldn't have you on without talking a little bit of the doc.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, so, Brett, I've been following your coverage on Twitter of the ACC tournament thus far. Uh, NC State picked up a humongous win on Tuesday night, knocking off Duke. And, of course, they're not yet playing because we're recording this before the game on Thursday evening. But they're going to take on Miami here. But my question, I guess big picture, do you feel that NC State has done enough with or without a Miami win here to get into the NCAA tournament,
2: yes, I believe they have. But then again, I thought they did last year too. Now, that right. having been said, their resume is better this year than it was last year. Even though the wins, you know, the record is about the same. Uh, their RPI after the, um, you know, the, the game the other night against Duke uh, is in the, like the mid twenties, right? And last year it was in the high thirties. So they should be okay. And by the way, the Miami game, win or lose. That's a high RPI game too, because Miami's in the top twenty in the RPI, so that's going to help the, the Wolfpack's case as well. Um, the big thing is keep winning and take the, the guesswork out of the equation. You know, take take the uh, you know the decision out of the hands of the uh, um, uh, the committee. But if it is, I, I think they're okay. Uh, I haven't really checked the projections lately, but they look to be a solid three seed. But you know it's funny because after the game um, on on Tuesday, Elliot Avon made mention of the fact that uh, they were you know the knock against them is that they've got a losing record in the ACC. I can't remember exactly what it was—fourteen and
0: eighteen, maybe, or something I think along now those Now it's lines. fourteen and sixteen.
2: Well, you know, he pointed out that last year Ole Miss had an, a losing record yep. in the SEC, lost in their first game of the SEC tournament, and guess what? They won the national championship. So, why is it that a you know that an SEC team is held in higher regard in that situation than an NC State? Uh, and this is not like basketball where you can say, "Well, the ACC is down this year." The ACC is really good. Uh, really. Wake Forest is number one in the nation. Uh, the you know, Clemson has won twelve or thirteen straight, uh, and and they're I believe in the top five. Virginia last I saw was number eight. So, you know, you've got three top 10 teams. What's the excuse? I mean, I, I think that, you know, even Notre Dame should be in safely. But and that's the other thing, too, that NC State has going for it in baseball is that there's, there's a safety net, is that they're not dangling at the bottom of the ACC's food chain. There's Mo- Notre Dame below them that's got a pretty strong case and has got a, a, a solid resume as well. So if anybody's going to get left out, they're going to be the first ones to go.
1: Yeah, and I I want to talk about uh, what we got going on here for a second in terms of like the different scenarios, right? So obviously, if we lose, we don't advance. We just that's just the reality. If we if we uh, split this thing one one with Miami and all that, they go they they yep. advance. Okay. With that being said, the reality that we're looking at: if we win this game, we then have to take on Wake Forest because I believe they just whipped the wheels off of Pitt. Yes, they did, and so. Yeah. Regardless of what happens in their game too, they're going.
2: I believe they're already in the semifinals, correct? Yeah. Yep. So they're
1: already in the semifinals. Okay. And you
2: know what that means? That means an even higher RPI game, which means win or yep. lose that one, you're 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 going to improve. So yeah, the the more they win, the better off they are. And and I think they're already in good shape. But I, I wanna I wanna ask you
1: this, Brett. Would
2: there ever be
1: a greater mic drop moment? Because if we're looking forward here, we're looking forward. Okay, NC State, just do your job, just go out there. Score more runs than the other team. That's all you got to do. Do that, right? Very simple concept. Sports always sounds simple in practice. But you go out there and do that. You beat Wake Forest, and then you go on to whoever you see in uh, in the ACC tournament championship, and you win that game. Would there be a greater mic drop in all of, really, ACC and possibly college sports history than Coach Elliott Avit, the guy who everybody said, "Oh, he's been in state twenty-seven years, nothing to show for it," getting his a thousandth win. Oh, wow! Yeah, simultaneously with his first ever ACC championship.
2: That would be that would be a beautiful thing. That would be uh, justice, especially after what I, I thought you were going to go even further. I thought you were going to you were going to say waltz into o- o- Omaha and take care of business this time. But yeah, you're right. And, and you know what? Listen. Elliot is 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 such a great guy and and, mm-hmm. and and he's he's had such a great record. You you know you you wish him well. I, I I love dealing with him. Let me tell you something, all of us media guys love him because you can ask him the most innocuous question possible, and he's gonna give you at least four or five quotables out of it. You know what really disappoints me though? Video replay has just kind of taking an element of his game out because you know Mm -hmm. now you go out you walk out you say hey could you go review that instead of coming charging out of the dugout do the spin move i remember a
1: spin move yeah spin move was classic (laughs) his spin move was classic that thing went viral boy i said hold on now does he got any eligibility for football let's let's see Uh, you can get around the guard with that type of thing but yeah for sure
0: yeah uh, i i kind of want to transition this into a little bit of an honest discussion about Elliot Avent, Brett. I want to hear your thoughts on this. I, I have a feeling I know probably where you'll go with this, but there's been an increasing amount of kind of moaning and groaning from NC State fans as the last couple weeks have been a bit of a roller coaster. And some people are starting to look at their watch in terms of Elliot Avent's tenure here. You know, my my take on, my take on it is you can't fire him. You You simply cannot fire him. He's the most accomplished, well, I guess, one of the most accomplished coaches to ever be at NC State, regardless of mm-hmm. sport. But do you kind of feel like we're, we're nearing the end here? Let's say, you know, hypothetically, they don't make the NCAA tournament. That would be back-to-back years after an Omaha run. What's your take on, I guess, the, the, the temperature of Avent's seat at this point in time?
2: Oh, I I don't think there's any any problem at all. I think he's he's solidly there. I think he's there as long as he wants to, and I think he's still okay. got a pretty good shelf life left. Um, like you said, he was in Omaha two years ago, and for crying out loud, for you know, who's to say that they weren't going to win the whole thing? I mean, yeah, it would have been a great series yeah. against Mississippi State uh, if he would have had a full team to try to beat uh, Vanderbilt twice. I think he does it, and that team just kind of had that it factor. Um, and listen, even though they didn't get the NCAA tournament last year, they made it all the way to the ACC tournament championship game. And they came within was it was last year? No, that was two years ago against Duke. They lost one nothing yet. Last year they ran out of pitching and, and yep. Carolina won big. But um, they've been to the championship game and the conference tournament the last two years. So, I, you know, I, I think he's doing fine. Um, do you want more? Of course you want more. But uh, compare it to to other to others. I mean, look at Duke. I mean, they love Chris Pollard, and what is what has he done? You know, yep. he's he, he won an, he won an ACC championship. He beat Duke, uh, Carolina. I mean, excuse me, he beat State two years ago. But I mean, look at his record against Eliot's, and and I think that you know what State has done over the years is 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 better. So uh, I I think that he's got to just you know it's one of those deals where you just keep knocking on the door till you till you to, take use, to, down, to you take it, to down. Kick it down down. I think this and, is the time three straight. Yep. That's the third time. And listen, time. get in the NCAA tournament, even as a three seed. And uh, who knows? I mean, remember when, when they were one out away from eliminating coastal Carolina in the regional and going to a, a, a super regional when they had the rain delay. I
0: do remember this who thing? won
2: the national championship that year. Coastal. The team that they, if, they, if, if not for that rain delay, the team that they eliminate, so anything's possible. And remember, we had the
1: omahawks the unstoppable omahawks <laughs> They've got everything, they've got yep. pitching, they've got anything yeah. They destroyed you in game one. There's nothing you can do. You're done. You're finished. Wait, did that team just win two straight? Oh my god, wait, is that team still winning? Yes, they the Devontae Brown super regional. Exactly. Wait, oh, is yeah. that team in is that team in Omaha now? That's again, just keep showing up. Just keep yep. showing up. And I, I promise you. There is a, a combination of that Jim Vavano and what this team has shown me, what this uh, NC State baseball team has shown me in the past. Doesn't matter how grim the situation looks. Keep picking up the bat. Just yep. keep stepping in that batter's box. You'll be all right. Just keep getting up. Keep getting in there. And uh, this state team has shown that. There have been times this year where everybody said, oh, this team is terrible. There's nothing. We can't do anything right. Did we just beat ECU? Oh, this team is terrible. We can't do that. Did we just
2: be coastal? You know. Let me throw something at you too, to kind of explain maybe some of the inc- inconsistency, especially early of this team. Uh, and and Coach Avent brought it up after the game Tuesday night. You know, all the renovations at at uh, you know Dope Field. Uh, you know, they weren't able to practice as much as they as they usually do during the fall, and their preseason preparations were were disrupted a lot as well. And so I think that set them back, and I think they're at a point now where they're just now kind of hitting their stride. So
0: there's yeah. that. It would certainly be a good time for it here uh, with a big game against Miami on Thursday night, and then if you survive through that game, you got to face Big Bad Wake Forest in the semifinals on Saturday. But and the good
2: news there is they just threw Ritt louder today. Yes. So
0: yeah, if, if you want we to see make him, it this far, what I wouldn't see their best pitcher.
2: Why would they throw him today? What what would be they, the practical They did it purposes? because they did it because it's his regular day to throw. Um, he he pitched last Thursday because uh, remember last third last week they did the Thursday Saturday uh, series, gotcha. so it was his regular day, and they also wanted him to you know they wanted to get into the semifinals. Do you realize that until Wake Forest won and uh, advanced to the semifinals this year? that since they went to this format, this pool play format in 2017, a number one seed has never got out of the pool stage and made it to the semifinals. And so I think they wanted to take care of business, get there and then see, you know, take their chances from there. They had
0: to as well because Pittsburgh already won a game. So if yep, it won exactly. that game today, the they would, they'd be in and Wake would be out, but. Oh, wow. I, I had no, yep. well,
1: okay. All right. Well, that I guess it makes sense then. I was just like, it, I don't know. I, I, Okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. It makes sense now that y'all have broken it down to me. This is why I need baseball guys on the show with me, because in my mind, I'm like, wait, why are
0: you throwing the Well, the, best the whole
2: ACC of? tournament format is kind of convoluted anyway, so,
1: you know. Yeah, yeah I, I 100% get it. I 100% get it. Well, we're almost out of time, Brett, but
2: please tell the folks where they can find your work before we get on out of here saturdayroad.com or you can just look on my twitter feed because i've got everything posted there it's at be Freed, acc it's f-r-i-e-d well oh, there it is right there on the screen
1: yeah and if you're listening like you said B F R I E D A C C, acc folks you can find his work and his great shirts there all right that's that's where we are gonna go for all things there thank y'all so very much for coming out wolfpack nation we appreciate y'all every single time like my main man, Grayson, always says, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to to smash that subscribe button, smash the like button. We are growing by the day, and it's only possible because of you all. Peace and love, y'all, as always. Go Pack. Go Pack.
0: You are locked on Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.